I have been both a little bit delayed from getting uh, more of the Zebulon Harding out and uh, actually doing a whole bunch of Starforge stuff. So this this week has been has been Starforge a Palooza for me. Although uh, I'm just now getting to getting back to Earl and the Zebulon Harding. Um, there is a uh, Starforge. The Adventures in, in Fuff Space is me playing Starforge with my kids. Three of my kids. Um, really fun stuff. I'll provide a link for it in the, the in the show notes for this one, uh, just to check it out. <clears throat> I think it's really cool. My my uh, kids came up with some really cool characters. I like the setting, um, and uh, I think it's really cool. Uh, we we got into our first sort of <laughs> uh, a series of fail of missed rolls uh, led to us now in a fight with like three raiders uh, who are attacking like a mining ship and which was not how i expected things to go they were just trying to get to their actual destination and instead they've got this whole thing going on here with uh the fight so we kind of paused right there in the middle of the fight that'll be interesting and then um i'm also uh doing this iron sword starforge that doesn't have a cool name yet um this is we're setting up a this one was a is a guided game. I'm not playing a character. Uh, Ironsworn Starforged. Uh, this one I'm playing with the same folks from TikTok. Some of the same folks from TikTok that I played my mask game with on a weekly basis. And some of the players can't make it, so we are just doing something else. And we decided to do a one-off. So I randomly generated all the system truths. We gener randomly generated the uh, the sector that we're in. Just real quick, just use like an online generator and hit everything and said, okay, this is what we got to work with. So we're going to make up characters and see how much we can get done in one session on a one shot tomorrow. We're going to do that one live. Uh, it's just going to be me and two other players. We're going to kind of co-op that. I guess it'll be semi-guided. I'll facilitate because I know the, know the rules and the other folks haven't played it yet, but we are going to dive in there and see what we can do. So it's been a lot of Starforge stuff, uh, but I'll provide a link to this too if I can. If anybody sees it before the game, but we're going to run it tomorrow at about 11 o'clock Mountain Time and do a live thing, and then it'll be up under Starforge as well. But um, yeah, a lot of Starforge stuff, but not so much stuff with Earl. Uh, I will tell you as a little preview, uh, I am doing my character idea for this game is yet another attempt to play uh, Fred Ward or one of his characters in a Starforge game. In this case, I'll be focusing on uh, one of the times that he played a private detective because I'm doing Sleuth and Brawler. And I think Loyalist or something like that as somebody to kind of play through and stuff like that. So we're going to be doing a, another take on Fred Ward. It'll be great. Um, anyway, so back to the Zebulon Harding. Let's get into this. See what's what's up with Earl. All right. Doesn't that sound lovely? Let's do that. <clears throat> if you recall, when we last were hanging out with Zeb and Earl over the um, planet that we just called the Grave, Little Grim, there was a ship graveyard and there were some uh, defensive measures, some sort of like kind of half aware, like self-targeting mines and stuff like that around the anchorage arrival points and stuff like that. And then there was this big ship graveyard, not all the ships of which were any designs that we'd ever seen before. So some of them very, very, very old. Um, and we had once we ditched the homing mines, what's the difference between a homing mine and a missile? I don't know. Um, once we ditched the homing mines, we got back over there into the midst of things we're looking at. Um, and we, we, we got a, uh, tra a uh, transponder code that was identifying itself as us. That's worrisome. So we closed in on that and it turned out it was not a ship. 
that was identifying itself as Zebulon hunting. It was like a, a buoy, like a like a distress buoy or, or possibly some sort of black box technology that would be hugely useful, um, something like that. And we made maneuvers to pull that in. While we were doing that, we encountered a something. We encountered something. Big glowing thing outside of the front windows of the ship, because windows should be on a spaceship, but the front, the front of the ship, this big glowing thing, and then it swooped in through the transparent steel or whatever and uh, into the main bridge and about every radiation and um, energy spike sensor and warning thing on the ship went off simultaneously and zeb was yelling at me to get out yelling at earl to get out of the uh, off the bridge and away from this thing because of the radiation coming off of it and that's where we left it so did we make a new friend do we have a new enemy Let's find out. Um, on the last thing, uh, like I said, we had a spaceborne opportunity, friendly interaction with a benign life form. That's so kind of a spoiler there. Uh, medium person-sized amorphous elemental. I tossed out some of the other stuff. Revealed creature aspect is mental influence or control. And I'm hoping from that, I'm actually gonna leverage that a little bit since it is a friendly interaction. We're gonna give it some means of actually communicating and that sort of stuff. So uh, Earl is, retreating from the bridge of the Zebulon Harding, which is here, right? And we're, I'm pulling, I got, got this little uh, uh, doorway here, uh, slam shut, and we've got weapon systems, we got briefing room, comms, navigate, I don't have anything useful in this area. Where do I have to go? Life pod access is probably, so I'm running down here, down these steps to here, and from here, um, into the life pods because I figure all along this wall here are like spacesuits that are probably hardened. Well, they would have to be. If you're going out in the space, you know they're probably hardened against radiation. So um, NASA, take note, you should have your spacesuits hardened uh, against radiation. But um, yeah, with the airlocks right here and the life pods right here, my my automatic assumption here is that you've got spacesuits somewhere in this space and that this seems like the best place to do it. All right, so we're I'm doing that. And meanwhile, Earl, like the alarms are still going off and Zeb is still like sort of dealing with all, all his business. And I'm trying to get him to respond. And he's like, you know, just, I'm, I'm working on it, Earl. I'm like, well, what, what exactly, what do you mean you're working on it? What are you working on? Is there, what, what's going on? Uh, is it damaging the ship? Is it damaging you? No, the, the, the radiation, I think it could emit far more radiation than it is. The radiation levels that are currently being emitted, uh, emitted aren't harmful to our systems. There's no, there's electromagnetic activity, but no pulses that would be strong enough to damage me. Although I think the creature could theoretically do that. I don't want to engage in any hostilities because it is at this point in time inside me. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right, Sam. You don't need to engage it. I just wanted to know what was going on. Uh, I think that's probably a good idea. Uh, not engaging it. It's probably uh, a really, really, really good idea. So um, yeah, I'm getting, and, the, and meanwhile, Earl's scrambling to get his get his hard suit on and, and get back up there. And so, you think this thing's going to freak out if I come back in here in the suit? I don't know if it really perceives things the way uh, others would perceive it. It seems to be, huh. Uh, what does huh mean, Zeb? What does what what huh mean? Um, so what I'm going to do as Zeb is trying to figure this thing out and I'm talking through it with him as I'm going to use one of my ship moves here, or rather one of my overseer moves, your AI module keeps watch over the vehicle systems and sensor data. When you secure an advantage, 
by talking through a situation with the overseer, you may roll integrity. This is one of those moments. I'm just being very transparent with the people who are like occasionally watching this thing. Whatever, 15 minutes into the thing, 10 minutes in, and I suddenly look and go, oh my God, is this thing actually capturing audio or did I screw it up? Luckily, the answer is it's capturing the audio. Hooray. So that's great. Uh, sometimes I get started and find out that I screwed it up, but not today, not today. So, all right. Um, so I am going to get to roll security advantage, but with the integrity of the ship. That's cool. All right, so going to go back over to moves and we're going to gather information. Was it, was it gather information, secure and advantage? Secure and advantage. All right, so back to moves. We're doing secure and advantage and I'm going to roll my, I'm going to roll my, I can't get to pick. Um, all right, I'm going to roll my heart and then add two to that. All right, rolling, adding heart, adding two to heart to get up to a five, getting that lovely little beep let's turn on our dice box here and see what we got that's the worst possible number i could roll super um that's a six but the challenge dice were a two and a seven so i at least get a weak hit on the secure advantage when you assess situation make preparation leverage um on a strong hit i can get two of these options on a weak hit i just choose one do i want more momentum or do i want a plus one on the next move i'm going to take a plus one on the next move and I'm going to take that move on. I'm going to take that on gather information. So I'm trying to, I think, says Zeb, that this thing is, that this creature, it is a creature. It is, it's not an energy anomaly. It's, it's, it's reacting the way a living creature would, even though it is, a, as near as I can tell, entirely composed of energy. I think it is, there's a pattern to its emissions, the energy emissions that it's, I'm going to attempt to receive or monitor its emissions as though they were transmissions of some kind and see what I can determine. And that, and we're gonna gather information, that's wits, with a plus one because I'm taking it forward from the security manager. We, know, we think we know that this thing is trying to communicate. So we're going to listen and see if we can figure out what the heck it's even saying or doing. That is another weak hit, also with a six, which I had to get to with a much better roll. Uh, challenge dice again, a seven and a two. Well, that's consistent, if nothing else. The seven was a different seven. Uh, it was a different dice, but okay. On a weak hit, your information provides new insight, but also complicates your quest. Envision what you discover, and then take plus one momentum. Okay. Earl, I have a pattern. I've identified a pattern. Oh, okay. What's what's the pattern? Is it like SOS or something? No, it's much more complex than that. It is emitting in the radio spectrum, in the radio area of the light spectrum, it's emitting the identifier for the Zebulon Harding, it's trying to identify. It, it's not trying to copy it, but it is. I'm going to. I'm going to describe this as saying it is saying the name of the Zebulon Harding or the transcription. Not the Zebulon. It's not saying the words Zebulon Harding, but it's saying it's emitting the trans the transponder code. What the radio frequencies are for the transponder code to identify our ship as our ship. It's like it's saying my name. Okay, is it? Do we think, can you try, try to, okay, if it's just parroting you, it won't know what to do. It's just going to say this thing over and over again. Maybe it's the only signal that's been out here and it's just repeating it over and over again because this is the thing that it learned like a, like a dumb animal. Try to talk to it like transponders talk to each other. Zeb, can you do that? And I'm shouldering on a few more things, getting a couple of sensors strapped on. I'm considering the gun, the energy weapon, not taking it, taking it. I put it on my hip. 
and I'm t going back up there and and I'm saying try try to do a query like an identification query when you ping another transponder query its identity and see if that does anything maybe it'll respond if it responds then we've we've got something that we can try well all right um and again I'm going to do secure and advanced because I'm actually trying to gain leverage with this and again I'm going to roll because I'm talking this over with Zeb I'm going to roll with Zeb's uh, I'm going to roll with Zeb's integrity because it is Zeb doing it and it makes sense because we're, we're working our way through this and working on this thing together. <clears throat> Ooh, that's the best roll I can get. That's a 10 against a 1 and a 4, so that gives me a strong hit. A strong hit, um, take both. You get a plus 1 on your next move and plus 2 momentum. Cool. Alright, that gets my momentum up to a 6. And I have a plus 1 forward on the next roll and we're, what does this look like? This looks like um, Zeb's like, it responded! It responded, Earl! It, re it, it responded with a... Um, uh, and I, uh, a ping, a response ping that wasn't the Zebulon Harding. It, it said something else back. Well, what did it say? Can you, well, it was just a string of, it, it was a transponder code. It was a string of, of numbers and letters or, or that would correspond to numbers and letters. I don't know if it even means anything. Okay. Well, what, what was it? It is going to give us a transponder code. This thing, I'm going to make a thing up for this thing. So what we're identifying this thing, how it identifies itself is KTAC-A003, which is not a ship identifier at all. It's not how you would normally identify, it's not copying a ship transponder is what I'm trying to say. It may be garbage, but it follows the pattern of system codes. It follows a pattern of system codes. Um, Zeb? KTAC is, that's most Amorium Pyre, isn't it? Well, you with with other variations, KTAC could apply to a number of different uh, uh, sectors in this area, but um, KTAC does represent all of the current um, charted or uh, remotely charted systems in the Moor Empire sector, in addition to other sectors, yes. This number's really early into that sequence, if it were a system. What system is KTAC A003, Zeb? Uh, that is not a current active identifier for any system. Well, it has to be. We, we number them forward like that. They're all numbered. Well, no, it was used at one point in time, but it's not active anymore. It's been given an actual name. Uh, the system itself has been renamed by someone who settled there. Uh, okay. So it's one of the name systems? Yes. It's Meridian Station. Of course it's Meridian Station. Why is this thing identifying itself as Meridian Station? No, not Meridian. The system. The system. Great. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So, Meridian Station is located in deep space, orbiting a young star incubating in a molecular cloud. Population in the thousands, oppressive authority, and its projects are mining and control creation. And there's this semi-coherent energy creature that's identifying itself as the trans for all intents and purposes, the electronic identification code for that system. That's just neat. All right, open the doors up. Learn what happened to the former crew of the Zebulon Harding. I am going to mark progress on this because something, I learned something. Find out what happened to the Zebulon Harding's last known location. Well, again, I learned something. Okay. I'm, okay. Are you sure you want to open the door? I'm, I'm, unless it freaks out and attacks me and I'm not going to make any sudden moves. It's a creature made out of energy and emitting light. I don't think I'm going to be too fast for it. Listen, let's just open it up. I want to see if I can communicate with the thing. I mean, if it knows the ship, maybe... I don't know. I just want to see it again. I'm not running away from it. 
so we uh, we know that this thing encountered the Zebulon Harding before, probably, or at least it's encountered that transponder beacon. It appears to be from Meridian Station's home system. I can't even think about whatever else that might entail because if the thing's an energy thing and it's from this young star and all kinds of oof, boy, that's weird. Sector trouble. Energy storms are rampant. Motherfucker, are you kidding me? I'm just gonna zoom in here. On the sector trouble that I originally rolled, energy storms are rampant. And I already had in the in the truths for the site, like the bale fires and stuff. But at, forget I always thought it was the bale fires. Energy storms are rampant. This is energy what? What? What is Meridian Station getting up to? What are they fucking poking? Because it's starting to feel like, stick with me on this, it's starting to feel like they're fucking around with stuff. Because if you look where we are, and you look where Meridian Station is, and this thing is identifying itself as being from here, this isn't close! Space is big! This is really, really not close. Light minutes, if not light hours, if not light years away. And there are energy storms rampant throughout this. <laughs> That's the thought going through Earl's head as he steps into the steps into the bridge. He's looking at this thing and he's thinking about all those reports that he's heard and read. You know, here at Spacer Bars and stuff about these energy storms, ships being wiped out, nobody, you know, ships completely destroyed, nobody, you know, people, ships just disappearing along along travel routes and, and things like that and these energy storms and, and ships that have come in just smoking and barely functional from this stuff and just completely weird energy anomalies and these storms that don't seem to have any kind of uh reason and i'm looking at thinking about that and looking at this thing on the bridge of the ship and i just key up like hello my, my name's earl uh, i'm i suppose you'd say i'm the captain of this ship can you can you talk can you speak can you communicate? We, we're we're here as friends. Do you understand me? And I just thought of an idea. It's a terrible idea, but I'm gonna go with it. <sighs> did I get a plus one forward from the last roll? Secure an advantage. I did. I got a plus one forward on this. Okay. I'm gonna roll heart. I got a modifier of one. I'm gonna make a connection. I, I'm gonna hopefully make a connection. I'm afraid to look. <sighs> okay. We kit. Weak hit. I can take a weak. That's oh, the worst roll I could get. God, a freaking one. My terrible dice. Luckily, one of them was a four. You create a connection. Give them a roll and a rank. Whatever your connect. Whenever your connection aids you on a move closely associated with the roll, add plus one and take plus one momentum on hit. On a weak hit, same thing. But this connection comes with a complication or a cost. You think? You think there might be a complication? Hello. 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 I hear it in my head. I hear it actually in my head. Uh, yeah, yeah. This, um, hello. I'm just talking out loud, but uh, it doesn't seem like you are. This. Uh, my name's Earl Baxter. We're here. We're friends. We're here to be friends. We're. We're. This is the Zebulon Harding, and we're here to be friends. Yeah. Yes. I. I know you. I know. Uh. Any tack. Instead of saying Zebulon Harding, he tap he says like the numbers and letters or whatever the he says like the it's it's almost like a like a modem handshake when he says the transponder code i can you not do that in my head that would be great you can just say the zebulon harding i'm here and the the entity controlling the ship's name is zeb say hello zeb hello i can hear him and i can hear you but i hear you in different ways 
You are both energy, but you are different kinds of energy. Yeah, that's actually correct. I'm more of a energy in a meat suit kind of a situation. Biological creature and Zeb there, all of his electricity runs through wires and circuits. Other than that, there ain't much difference between the two of us. You really think that's true? Of course I think it's true, Zeb. As far as I'm concerned, you're a person just like me. I love bonding with Zeb. It makes me happy. Um, okay. So I'm gonna make <laughs> I'm gonna make a connection. Oh god. So I'm gonna make a connection with K Tac A003. What what's your what's your name? Do you have a name? Do you have something that they call you? And he gives me the thing. Okay, yeah, but that's that's sort of that's more that's that's more of a home address than a name. A KTAC A003 A3 KTAC A3 K3 K K K Kathy? Kathy? Kathy. We're gonna call you K I'm gonna call you Kathy if that's okay. A3? Kathy. Location. Uh descriptors. Ball of energy. Literally. Um boy. I don't even know how to describe. I mean, if I said the dancer over at Meridian Station was a formidable uh, person to form a bond with, this has to be at least extreme. I mean, just because of the alien mindset. I, mm, okay. Okay, so we're going to... Something tells me I'm not going to get anything too useful here. Guide isn't bad, though. I could take that. I can't think of anything else that would make any sense. You know what? I'll take it. Thank you, Oracle. You've given me something I can use. Not that you don't always, but. Uh, okay, so uh, focus is guide. Plus one on the roll related to that. And plus one momentum on a hit. That's fine. K3, uh, uh, K3, K3, maybe K3. Unless I can think of a better name for you. How did you get out here? I have no recollection of that. No, that's not true. I was, I was trapped. I was trapped in some kind of cage. And I was brought here. No. Yes, I was brought here to a larger... I was I was going to be brought somewhere. I was going to be a, a door. No, I was going to be a key. But then I was free of my cage and there were many people. And, and the Zebulon Harding was here. And then it was not here. But neither was the ship that carried the cage. And I was free. But I, I didn't know where to go. It was so very far. So I stayed because there was a small whisper of the Zebulon Harding. And I thought if I stayed here that the whisper would grow into the ship again. And it did. And you came. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're saying that the Zebulon Harding was here and then, and then it left. Yes. There was a great deal of energy. There were other creatures. Some like me. And <laughs> I want to go into like, and you were there and you were there. No, I'm not doing that. Um, but they're not here now anymore they may still be in the cage right k3 are you trying to get home i don't even know where i'm from i awoke in the cage i was not conscious of myself until the cage right well i might have a i might have an inkling of where you need to get to and i might be able to get you back there what do you think about that do you want to get back i would like to find out more about this place that you think is my home well all right gonna be a bit of a hike uh is there any way you can damp down you kind of radiate energy that isn't really good for my electricity in a meat sack kind of situation not very healthy for me it may not be healthy for zeb in the long run either although he'd tell you otherwise is there any way you can 
sort of dampen that down a little bit. I'm, I'm happy to stay in the suit. I just don't know. Uh, I'll have to figure something out there. Okay, so make a connection. I made the connection. Cool. You know what? We'll figure that out later. First of all, here's what I'm going to do. I put my hand over where the iron would be hanging, even though I can't get to it inside the suit. My name is Earl Baxter. I am Ironsworn. And I promise you that I will see you home, or at least where I believe your home is, and try to get you back to safety and away from those who would misuse you or entrap you. No more cages. Get you home. I'm swearing this upon iron. And Zeb is my witness. I will get you home. We will get you home together. And I am going to swear an iron vow. When you swear upon iron to complete a quest, rate your vow and give it a rank. And then roll heart. If you swear this vow to a connection, add plus one. Sweet. All right. So I'm going to add plus one. And that is a, oof, that is a weak hit. All right. Well, you know what? It's not a failure. When you swear upon iron to complete a quest on a strong, no, a weak hit, you're determined, but you begin your quest with more questions than answers. Take plus one momentum and envision what you do to find a path forward. Okay. So I need to get from here to here with an energy being that can melt my melt my body or give me cancer in about 40 different places and possibly damage the internals of the Zeb. Of the Zeb. I have no idea what's going to happen when we try to go into jump space with it. <sighs> okay, so let's let's set ourselves a vow. I got enough stuff going on right now for sure. Find out what happened to Zeppelin Harry's last known location. I think I've got this one. And actually, I think this last little thing I got from him counts as a mark on that. And I'm going to actually do a little mark on what happened to the former crew of the Zebulon Harding. I at least know what happened at the Zebulon Harding's last known location. Meridian Station had these this energy creature in some kind of containment thing. And the Zebulon Harding messed with that. The thing got loose. And then there was apparently some other energy creatures, possibly, or things like it, that were also in this location. The Zebulon Harding bugged out, although there was a transponder left. So maybe it had to... Maybe it was like an emergency abort kind of situation. So it fled, but the Meridian Station ships were also driven away. and haven't come back yet, which is interesting. So I wonder if they didn't make it back. And, you know, all of that stuff is true. So we're going to fulfill this one. Unless I blow it. That is an 8 and a 1 against a 10, so that's a strong hit. All right, that's a dangerous uh, on my bows. So I can go back over to my legacies, and I'm going to mark two ticks on discoveries. No, on quests. Tick. Nope. Dang it, get that right in. Two more marks here. That doesn't do anything. I don't get to mark anything on bonds just for forming the thing, and I don't get anything on the discoveries just yet. That's fine. Okay. So if I had one more, no. Um, I don't want to try to contain you. I'm just trying to figure out some way that we can maybe uh, have you on the ship where it's not actively dangerous uh, to me. No offense. Clear this one off. We're going to say return K. Attack A003 to the star at Meridian Station safely. Cool. I think this is, it's kind of weird because I think this is, this is probably a dangerous trip. It's a dangerous quest and it's probably going to be a dangerous trip as well because of just the complications from uh, travel from the grave to Meridian Station. That one is dangerous as well. And the first thing I'm going to do on this thing is to see if there's some way that we can. Oh, you know what? Let me see if I can. I don't want to. Now, again, K3, I don't want to entrap you. I don't want to cage you at all. I want to see if there's some way that we can reduce the amount of energy that you're pouring out into the, our space here in a safe way. 
When you get no, when you make a move to repair, when you gather information by studying, with sufficient time, a couple of hours or more, you may face danger to assemble or enhance a device for a powerful but limited role. On a hit, the device is ready for use. One time only, when you or your ally make a move with the technology. You face danger to cobble together an ad hoc tool, device, or weapon. I'm going to say... Okay. I'm going to take... So I've got two XP left to spend. And I am going to spend it on uh, another step in Gearhead. With sufficient time, you may face danger to assemble or enhance a device for a powerful but limited role. On a hit, device is ready for use. On one time only when you or your ally make a move aided by the device, take an automatic strong hit, which may not ever come up. I just want a thing, and this is how I think I'm going to do it. Um, powerful but limited roll, and I'm taking a plus one on that because of my gear hit in general. <sighs> okay, all right, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to face danger, plus one, and I am using my wits with the plus one on the roll, my gear head. Ah, freaking. Mm, okay. That's an 8 against a 10 and a 6. So I can take the weak hit, which is I succeed, but I, t I make a suffer move. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take some... I'm going to... That's perfect. I'm actually... I'm fine with that because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a hit to supply uh, because I am I am using a whole bunch of parts and stuff like that to put this thing together. So what I am doing... So I'm not going to cage you, Kay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a suit like mine. All right? Do you want a suit like mine? You can walk around or fly around. I'm not exactly sure how this is going to work. But we're going to figure this thing out. Is that all right? Can I try and see if this will work so that we can make this, we can we can begin this journey together, all three of us? Yes, I think that would be fine. As long as it's not a cage. A suit like yours would be, I think that would be fine, Earl. Yeah, Earl, that's right, Earl, that's me. I'm Earl, and the ship is Zep. So is the thing inside Zep, the, the person. All right, so the next little thing is a montage. I'm basically taking one of the other spacesuits and I'm doing a bunch of circuitry and all a bunch of like stuff that look, you know, it's it's Farscape level like sci-fi stuff. But I'm basically lining the whole inside of this thing with like circuitry and receptors and wiring and all this other kind of stuff to basically make this thing into something that can absorb or reflect a certain amount of energy. Just something that cuts the bleed to the point where he can basically be in there. So basically what I'm doing is building a spacesuit space for this thing to be inside of. And you can get out whenever you want to if you need to. I prefer it if you didn't, if you warn me ahead of time so I can get back into my suit. But if you need to get out, you certainly can. And uh, we're just gonna, gonna I just look, and the whole place is just a wreck because I've been like putting this thing together. All right, you want to try this thing out? All right. So you get in there and I'm gonna fasten it back up. I'm gonna see if you can stand up or just move. And so we see this thing kind of coming in there and you just kind of inhabit the space. You just, it takes a lot. So another little montage of me trying to get the thing where he's like trying to, where he's trying to get into it. They're trying to get into it. And I'm trying to fasten the thing up and then trying to get him to sit up. And it's like, it flops over. It rolls off the table. I'm like, no, like a shot of me like, oh, no, 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 no. And then when it's up, like there's at least one spot where it looks like the, 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 the thing that they put outside of tire shops. The little dancing guys with the floppy limbs and stuff where it's just kind of waving around and doing like with the air going through it and the suit is like i'm kind of mm, no um so this whole thing where i'm trying to get this thing and but basically and we get the sense that hours have passed trying to get it and finally our watch is like yeah one two you got you're walking you're walking that's outstanding good job thank you thank you earl thank you zeb and then the, and then the suit kind of takes up and just hovers there i guess you didn't really need to worry about the walking in no this is this is easier i can just carry it while i'm 
Well, all right. I'll tell you what. We're gonna we're gonna get moving. We should probably get out of here as quick as we can. Uh, let's uh, uh, Zeb, you plot things. I want to see if there's anything else we can learn. While you're plotting, I'm plotting the the next jump. I'm gonna see if there's anything else out here that we can learn. Just flying through these ships and taking a look at some of this stuff. Now I have a scavenger. When you gather information by scavenging a wreck, ruin, or abandoned site, which I think this is, I am going to. Ooh, do I resupply? I could resupply. I don't really need to resupply. I think I'm gonna gather information. It feels like a good thing. All right. So the move is when you gather information by scavenging a wreck, ruin, or abandoned site. I'm just kind of cruising the ship through here, doing scans, identifying various ships. Seeing if there's any transponders that we recognize or just ship whole, you know, uh, whole silhouettes. I think, what was it? I think, I want to say it was the Expanse that made a big deal out of, like, transponders can be shut off, but whole silhouettes are forever kind of a thing. Like, you could you could often identify ships based on their, the silhouette of their hull. Um, so just, just basically fingerprints of a ship. I'm doing some scanning there, that kind of thing. Um, and I'm going to gather information. Add plus one, take plus one, mental one I hit. So... Gather info. Plus one modifier for my scavenger. That is a nine Ugh, against a ten and a five. God dang, I cannot get a strong hit very often in here. It's kind of painful. Um, when you search for clues on a weak hit, information provides new insight but also complicates your quest. Envision what you discover. Take plus one momentum. All right, complicates the quest. Um, why here? What was here? What was here? Well, there's really only one thing it could be. Uh... Well, that's not true. There's lots of things it could be, but this is what I'm going to go with. As I'm going through the ships and kind of getting, they're getting older the further back they get. And it isn't that far, that far back before I start seeing stuff that I just don't even recognize. Um, I see this structure at the center of all of it. That is like a geometric pyramid, metallic kind of industrial looking. And at first it appears to be like overgrown you think it's plants and you get close you like about as close I, I zoom in the scans rather than getting closer to it and what looks like vines and leaves and plants and stuff like that it's it's, it's some kind of cabling or biomechanical weird that's a precursor vault that's a precursor vault that that Zeb, i think i know what they wanted that key for what the hell so their meridian station's got forces at lagrange they're trying to get into this precursor vault here at the grave they're doing something over at Glimmer, sending all their waste materials and stuff like that to kill off that fast-growing fungus to get to the precursor vaults that are down on Glimmer. What the hell are these bastards up to? <sighs> more questions than answers. All right. All right, okay, let's strap in. You might want to actually do that. It'd probably be helpful if you're physically connected to the ship. Listen, we're going to do something here. We're going to travel faster than light. I think you should be fine, especially... Not, I have no reason to think this whatsoever. But especially since you're in that suit, it should protect you. It should keep you stable as we're doing this, just to make sure everything's okay. I just want you to brace yourself here. We're going to get going on this on this next jump. Oh, Zeb, let's get the hell out of here. And we are going to... Moves. And we are going to take an expedition. Trailblazing a route through perilous space. Back to someplace I really, really, really should not be going. That is Meridian Station. We're going to move, and we're going to... You know what? I'm going to roll with Shadow initially here. I think I'm going to roll with Shadow. Stay under the radar. So we're going to stay under the radar and roll plus Shadow. You know, ah, hmm. I think for this first one, I'm going to be real careful. We're going to say, keep a real close eye on the energy signatures and stuff. Zeb, anything starts to look weird, you abort out of this thing. We don't know. Our little friend here, our good friend, 
and we're very pleased to be helping out. Uh, we don't know what this is going to be like for them, so we're just going to be careful. I'll submit this. I don't have any modifiers on this. And I get a weak hit. Okay. Undertake an expedition. On a weak hit, as above, but the progress costs you. Suffer costs en route. Make a suffer move or two suffer moves. Face peril at the waypoint. Vision what you encounter. Okay. So what I'm going to do with this, I don't want to do peril at the waypoint right away, but the suffer moves kind of speak to me a little bit here. So what's going to happen is there is an energy surge, but it's not like, yeah, I'm, I'm checking in with Kay during the jump. It's like, are you okay? Are you all right? Yeah, it's a little bit, it's very strange. I don't feel, I feel, I don't know. I've never felt this way before. I feel like there are major energy fluctuations, like a solar flare. I'm like, okay, are you going to turn into a solar flare? No, no, I don't think so. But it does, it's very unsettling. Is it, is it unpleasant? Is it too much? No, no, I, I can sense how fast we're traveling and how much closer we're getting to my home. Or, or someplace that I'm more familiar with. It feels right, although it is very disturbing. All right, all right. Problem is coming out. Uh, there's a pretty major energy surge, like sort of a buildup, like a static charge, and there's a big snap. And we're gonna take a hit to the integrity of the ship, and I'm gonna take a hit to supply, because two things are gonna happen. The ship is going to be uh, somewhat damaged, and then uh, some of the stuff that happened in this, some of that energy surge, well, the energy surge, a lot of it came from K. So I'm going to have to do a little bit of when we when we stop here, I'm going to have to do some some repairs on on the suit and reinforce a few spots. And that's going to use um, some more supply. But I am also going to do the suffer move here and see if some of that withstanding of damage wasn't as bad as I thought it was. So when a vehicle faces a damaging situation, the big shock It's like that might have been all breakers. Zeb. I'll tell you what, let me fig let me let me see if you can reset everything. That might have gotten flipped, and I'm going to see if I can get Kay's suit uh, reinforced so we don't have to deal with that again. I'm going to roll withstand damage. The vehicle integrity is a four. No modifiers. Weak hit. Lose momentum for one. So I can either burn all my momentum, or I can lose one momentum. I'm going to lose one momentum to take uh, one integrity back on the ship. Uh, I think that is a fair trade. Better than the other alternative there, but that's fine. Um, okay. So that's a weak hit. The vehicle's not battered. You can lose momentum too. So yeah, we're able to do that. It takes a little bit of momentum, which is fine because we stopped for a little bit. And we're kind of re, reworking this thing. Um, and we are going to kind of swing down. We're, we're heading down further. And I'm just going to take a look and see what we have here at the anchorage. And that's probably where we're going to be sitting. Outlands. Ha! Huh. Roll. Well, I didn't even know that was an option on the table. Roll three times. Zeb, we might have jumped into something bad here. Okay. A stellar object, a starship, and roll twice more. Frozen asteroids and a dense nebula cloud. All right. All right, all right, all right. A stellar object is a glowing orange star. Okay. So we have a glowing orange star, a starship, whose mission is to blockade a location. Motherfucker. Timberwolf. Blockade ship. It's in battle. It's already a raid for battle. Or it's in battle obsolete design interesting all right so to sum up here what kind of star did i say it was we got an orange star down here by the name of burrow blockade ship of obsolete design at the anchorage near an icy asteroid field okay Zari's wake no it was a timber wolf i forgot that i forgot that. the hell's a timber wolf the hell's a wolf 
and it's already in battle, which probably doesn't indicate great things for me. All right, we are going to mark progress on the travel from the Grave to Meridian Station. Supplies looking a little low, that's fine. Uh, I'm gonna say that we stopped here and we just got the asteroid field, the nebula cloud and the, and the star, nothing really around here. And uh, we're just getting things wrapped up and getting the, the suit back online and we hear like an alarm thing. And uh, <clears throat> the alarms are going off. I'm like, Zeb, what's going on? So we have a massive gravity field being generated out of nowhere. Correction, it is coming from a ship. A It looks like a blockade generating ship that has crept up on us, Earl. And it is now generating a gravity field to keep us from jumping away. It's some sort of blockade ship. I'm going to need you up. And I'm already running. I'm already running to the bridge. And the shot of him running down the hall away from the workshop where he was at and stuff. And then we see uh, Z's like spacesuit kind of set up and like go, Earl? Earl, are we done? Help. And that's where we're going to stop. We have a new friend. <laughs> it's it's a piece of a star. That's terrifying. Okay. That's really cool. Um, also, I'm really feeling like this is starting to come together a little bit. I'm going to take this Balefire's label off of here. Energy storms are rampant. What are you doing to the star, Meridian? What are you doing to your star? Is it a terrible idea, whatever it is that you're doing? Because it seems like a terrible idea, this thing that you're doing. That's what it seems like. Just saying. Kind of awful. Anyway, uh, well, okay. First of all, thanks to everybody again for checking in. Um, I'm going to put links in to the other Star Forge game that I have going on, the one I'm starting up tomorrow. I'm going to be running live. Uh, Co-op running that. And another thing I wanted to share, just real fun, real quick, because I think it's kind of fun. Um, I have a, a thing I built. I mentioned doing the Star Forge Truths thing just as a random generation. I thought I'd share this real quick in case you decide you want to do some Star Forge and you just want something quick. You just want to play around with it. Um, if you go over to, this is uh, perchance.org slash Starforge Truths. It's a table and it basically generates all of the stuff from the Starforge Truths. You can just hit randomize and it gives you a cool thing. And if you actually um, go to perchance at the, at the head, at the top level here and do a search in amongst their oracles, if you search for generators, and do a search for Starforged, you actually get quite a few other ones um, that are in here that are really beautifully, some of them beautifully made. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of really, really cool ones. This one's really nice because it generates all kinds of cool Oracle stuff really quickly. I should probably be using this more in the background because it's really, really nice for just quickly generating, you know, a settlement, starships, anything I need. Um, derelicts, precursor vaults. It's awesome. Look at that. Beautiful. Um, so that, that one's really cool. That's just perchance.org slash starforged. And uh, I think another one here that just generates uh, new sectors. Depending on where you're, you're at, you can just generate a sector. And then if you decide that one of these uh, air locations are where you want to get started, you can just click on the L start here thing and it gives you way more information about that particular system. So it's really neat. There's a lot of really cool tools over there. So uh, yeah, this will be a post that goes up uh, with I'm going to say a lot more information uh, in the comments, in the in the details field about some other links and stuff that we can check out. So there you go. Uh, again, hey, thanks for the folks that have been dropping in comments, uh, questions about Starforge. Happy to answer those. Um, really cool. Don't know how well that's been going, but I'm really happy to answer those questions. It's been great. Uh, just going to just keep doing my thing. Um, I really appreciate everybody's feedback on this, and I hope that you enjoyed this one because, again, I'm having a ball, guys. I hope you are too. Thanks. Bye.